with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So uh, this is the podcast after the broadcast, and this is a fun part of the show, and um, it's an opportunity for us to, to give you a little bit more than you don't get on the radio program. Uh, Matt usually throws out some fun facts, like you know, once a day or twice a day he gives us something Always. really interesting. Uh, let's just see if he can get one rubbed the top of his uh, head. There's something that Jack and I don't know, Matt, and that would be... Did you know that dolphins are sexual predators? Predators? <laughs> yeah, they're the only animals in the animal kingdom that like sexually assault fellow dolphins for fun. <laughs> wow, watch out. I, I, uh, I believe it because I've been there. I'm uh, sorry. that <laughs> I swam with the dolphins once and I swear that dolphin needed a cigarette when it was done with me. I don't know what was going wow. on. I don't know. They, they get way too close. What like, does I apologize. that say about you? You're a dolphin type. <laughs> I don't know. They liked his blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Mainly cloudy today with a chance of flurries and a high of minus eight. This news update is brought to you by Joe Fresh. Buy more and save more at Joe Fresh. Until November 28th, save up to 40% on sleepwear for everyone on your list. Available now in store and online at joefresh.com. Next fall, high school students will have the option of starting their school day earlier or ending it later. Edmonton Public Schools is moving to a six-block schedule, meaning an additional course will be added starting at 7.55 a.m. and a late one ending at 5 p.m. Fun fact about Italy, did you know that they all start school before 8 o'clock in the morning? They go straight through without any breaks, and they're off uh, between noon and 1 every day. Go home, have a, a great big dinner or lunch with their families, and have a nap. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. Childcare is a little bit more complicated there, but everybody's oh, yeah. everybody's. Oh no, they've all got their grandmothers. And, every, and everybody's <laughs> live together. Everybody's at home, and they just that's what they do. So they just they, they school is like a four hour thing, and it just happens with no breaks at all. So just there, go for it. There you go. Yeah. Well, if you thought the roads were slippery yesterday morning, you were right, and they'll likely be the exact same this morning with the snow falling. Edmonton police say there were 111 collisions reported to them yesterday, with 13 hit and runs, and there won't be any new photo radar devices installed in the province for now. The provincial government has announced a temporary freeze on installing new photo radar devices or deploying existing equipment in new locations. That all starts... <laughs> yeah, that's definitely needed. Mm-hmm. It all starts December 1st. They are taking a closer look at how it affects traffic safety. Edmund, or Alberta, by the way, they say statistically has more photo radar locations than anywhere else in Canada, and they say they have not uh, been able to prove that they've slowed anybody down. I know they, uh, uh, yeah, they frustrate you when they come in the mail, Matt. Yeah, I still have two to pay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> the only scary thing is, and I hate to be the other side of this, yeah. is that the city's profits or well, the, the revenue is going to go down about 15%, they right, said. Right, right. Well, find another way to get your money. Yeah, they will. Don't tax speeders. <laughs> we'll complain about that. <laughs> Don't tax speeders. That's a silly statement. I know. <laughs> you should get that t-shirt. Oilers are in Colorado tonight at 8 o'clock, and you might remember Hudson from our airwaves last December. He fought hard against H1N1 and won his battle thanks to your amazing support and the stollery. Well, now he's paying it forward with the launch of Hudson's Holiday Toy Drive. You can donate brand new toys to many locations in Spruce Grove and Stony Plain, you can head to our Facebook page for a list of locations. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. Hudson Strong, everybody. Uh, Bad Santa, your first chance to play coming up at 7. And the too early for a question question. What are we giving away today? Today, we are giving away a $50 gift card to Hilberg & Burke. Nice. Sparkle balls, potentially, in your future. That's coming up shortly.
You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanks for the research, Matt. <laughs> One of the first things I found out. All right. Arrow Garden up for grabs. Too early for a question question. Here we go. Almost three quarters of people buy gifts for people in their lives. Keeping this in mind, what is this? Are they keeping in mind what they'll get in return? Oh, interesting. It's along those lines. Yeah. I would hope not, but I... <laughs> You're like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get them a nice gift. They better get me a nice gift or, you know, or the opposite of that, right? That's yeah. why I never scratch off the tag. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Almost three quarters of people buy gifts for people in their lives. With this in mind, what is this? I'm going to say their fashion sense. Interesting. Ooh. Hmm. Can't go wrong with plaid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Usually. You know what? It's not their fashion sense, Sarah, but thanks for the great guess. Okay, thank you. Hey, Stephanie, what do you think the answer is? They buy it so they can use it, too. You're right, Stephanie. Good job. Now, have you done this before? No. Come on. I'm serious, no. No? Honey, I got you a brand new chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget years ago at Christmas and my uncle actually gave his wife a gift and it was like a a house in Phoenix. And uh, he definitely wanted that house in Phoenix. Definitely. But he pretended that that she got it. First of all, how do you just, what a gift. (laughs) Anyway. Casually given houses. I'm okay with this. Out of touch with the common man. Yeah, but, but but, but it was very obvious. She didn't want the house in Phoenix, but he's like, here, honey, here's your house in Phoenix. She'd rather have a house in Palm Springs. Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Well, yeah. Who knows? They live in Calgary, so you know. Understandable. Uh, yeah. Hey, congratulations! You got fifty bucks from Hilberg and Burke. Woo! You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And Jack and I were commenting: Is uh, Sherwood Park on fire? What's going on? There was like this huge glow to the east, and we found out the refineries are doing some extra flaring, and everybody is posting pictures of the pillars going straight up into the sky. It kind of looks like. Lord of the Rings, you know, that... Uh, the Eye of Sauron. Exactly. The same kind of idea. It's yes. uh, creepy but beautiful. In the Mordor. Old, the old pillars. It was weird. Maybe yeah. Frodo and Sam are climbing Mount Doom. They said it's going to... I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Chris isn't talking, like, about, it. I'm talking <laughs> about it. It's going to go on for the next day or so. Okay. But Looks everything like the, is fine. Short Park is not on fire. All right. And the pillars are cool. Anyway. The gates of hell are opening over there. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Be aware of that because they're still happening. This morning, uh, we were talking yesterday about the fact that the the, the Celebrity Podcast, which is something uh, that I launched a couple of weeks ago with Brett Kissel, and basically I just talked to celebrities about their dogs, and it's uh, really cool. Uh, Brett was the first guest. E.T. Canada's Cheryl Hickey was the second guest that was released yesterday. You can download it wherever you find your podcast. If you uh, are not familiar with podcasts, basically they're just kind of uh, long-form interview kind of things, yeah. kind of like old radio stuff, and uh, you can do that now. So We're we, the only ones that do them, too, so it's, it's weird. Yeah, there's, there's no other podcast in the world. <laughs> <laughs> there shouldn't be. This I is guarantee all you, need. you there's a podcast about Sherwood Park and the refineries. Like that's <laughs> likely. There's probably. But anyway, that got us talking about weird dogs and strange animals and the things that they do. And boy, did we ever get a lot of information from people. Brittany texts in and says, my big 75 pound dog does not like sports. He can feel that we're getting anxious when we get into the game. And he jumps up on the couch and on top of us to protect us from the bad TV. <laughs> that's Aww. hilarious. We've got a cat that loves broccoli. Weird. (laughs) And another one here. Our cat bites my daughter's hair. No one else in the house, just my daughter. She's been doing this since she was 12 weeks old when we got her. I have a drooly cat. 
Really? Yeah, she drools a little bit on you. She makes the fat cat sounds like... Chad Brownlee will be on an upcoming podcast. And uh, when he he told the story about when he was a little boy, he doesn't remember, but his parents do. When he was learning to walk, uh, they had like a Sheltie Coley kind of dog. And he would actually just grab that dog by the hair and like stand up and the dog would like walk him around. Like it was just the most adorable really? thing. Yeah, exactly. Taught, the, taught him how to walk. So we're looking for uh, for your stories. Well, um, if I'm sick, my dog will not allow my husband to go through the threshold of our bedroom. Really? Yep. He won't let him come near me, even if I go on the couch. Like, he makes sure that my dog makes sure that my that I get a big berth. He does not allow That's him hilarious. anywhere near me. Interesting. Wow. Ooh, that'd be yeah. awesome. Gets out of taking care of my sick wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get to her. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sherry, tell us about your weird pet. Um, we just got Coco the Coon Hound a year ago from the Scars Rescue. Yes. And she proved to be the most interesting dog. Couldn't figure out what was happening in our kitchen, so we put a video camera on when we were away. She went to the garbage. She went through all the cupboards because we have locks in all the cupboards. The garbage is bolted to the wall. But we couldn't figure out how she was getting into the fridge. She jumped up on top of the fridge, kept pushing the fridge open until it locked open, and then she just had her whole body inside the fridge, having a really nice time eating all of our dinner. I bet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But she's lovely. We love her. Yeah, you just got to lock everything. She's just very creative and smart. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Wednesday, so it's weirder what Wednesday. Jack, you'd like to bring something to the table this morning. Yeah, this comes from my own personal life. Um, a friend of a friend is went on vacation within the last month or so and posted some photos. I'm trying to keep this as like anonymous as possible, but everyone's going to know who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I saw him too. Oh, for sure. He posted photos. Hey, we're going away. We're so excited. We're on the plane. It's our three-year-old's first flight. And there's their three-year-old in the airline seat in his full-on convertible car seat. (laughs) So these things are huge. Any kid's car seat is huge. Yes, yes. And yes, it's definitely allowed. It's why not recommended. But I just think it's so weird to have a giant car seat on an airline. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I do see the benefits of it. Obviously, the kid is accustomed sure. to yes. the car seat. Sure. No, it's like car so. seats like settle down, safely. travel time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I get that, but it's ludicrous. But it's yeah. still weird. Imagine the, the gazing eyes when you're <laughs> in the lineup for the check-in. <laughs> And you're holding this car seat like, oh my god. Giant, giant like, car seat. Are you kidding? Is I've never seen that. Have you ever seen it on an airplane before? Like, you've seen the picture now, but have you ever been no, on a plane? No, and I've never been on a plane where yeah. somebody takes their, yeah, their kid's it's car. Yeah, weird. <laughs> they always just check it and then just carry the kid on or the kid sits in its own seat. All right. All right. Well, Imagine the pressure once you land. Yeah. To get that thing unstrapped. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It would be so much work yeah. the entire time. I hate standards the instant you land. Yeah. But I'd be like, okay, stand up, start taking <laughs> it apart. <laughs> They're thinking we're bringing it anyway because we've got a rental car on the trip. You know what? Let's just plug them into it, I guess. I'm not Why trying not? to stick up to it for them because I would just be shaking my head if I saw it too. But there is there people out there that can defend this? Can you say it's not weird to bring a car seat with the baby strapped in on an airline? Do you have to pay extra? Is it an extra checked bag? Or do they... Is like a stroller so, you get it uh, free? You're paying for the seat anyways, right? 
Guess so. And I'm sure you can. You you brought car seats before, haven't you, on a trip? No. Yeah, but only when Kenny was under two. And okay. if it's under two, it's definitely free. But I don't know. Over right. two. Interesting. Seven over two. two. She's rolling the dice. Whatever. <laughs> She'll be fine. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. Is it weird or what to uh, have a baby in a car seat on an airplane? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Car seats on the plane with the baby strapped into them. Weird or what? This text says, no, not weird at all. It's better for your child, especially if your child is used to the car seat and knows that they have to stay strapped into it. And then they can't run up and down the aisles. It's like a, it's like a baby straitjacket. Yeah. Pretty much. Ryan agrees. He says, as a person with no kids, honestly, if that kid is more comfortable and less crying, I'm all for it. All right, James. Hey, good morning. You're talking about bringing the car seat on the airplane. Yeah. I did it. It was a lot of work, but we also had a special attachment. So when we took, we left the kit, we could put it right onto like this little cart. And it was like a luggage cart. Right. Car seat hooks to it. It was a red eye flight. So she slept the whole way in her car seat, which was worth it. But it is a lot of work. It doesn't fit down the aisles barely to get to your seat. Yes. Did you feel judged? I did, especially from two other parents of young children. Yeah. Oh, they were just jealous. Yeah. When you're on a red eye, you want your kid to sleep, trust me. You don't want to be that person with the kids screaming through the so red whatever eye. Yeah, it takes. what's worse? What, you're you, right. You'd have brought the crib if it would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Karen, too, has now got the Hilberg and Burke uh, sparkle balls and a $50 gift certificate. Will she keep them? Uh, that will be the uh, decision of the 8 o'clock mm-hmm. bad or good Santa. Yeah, this is a fun contest, and we'll uh, find out uh, that is coming up. Seven sixteen. how about our Edmonton Oilers doing uh, so well playing in Colorado tonight? Uh, big, long road trip for them, but it's been successful. They'll be back home um, later on this week. And speaking of that, their anthem singer, Robert Clark. Robert? Come on, Robert. Where are you, Rob? <laughs> That's him. He's doing something really cool for Movember, and uh, let's give him a call and talk about it. Hello. Oh, Canada, <laughs> our home and native. I'm He's just, still going. I'm just saying, <laughs> still going. watch your back. Whoa. Watch your back, mustache man. Because there's a new sheriff coming in with a mustache, oh. not nearly as good, and smaller biceps, and not any talent when it comes to singing. But other than that... He's in town. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. All, I'm shaking in my boots right here. I'm here all week. Okay. So, yeah, Movember, it's wrapping up, and you've come up with this great idea to try to encourage people to donate to you. Of course, Matt and I also are looking for donations, but whatever. I mean, we really don't have a whole bunch to offer. But what are you willing to do? Uh, so, I I mean, I typically have a fee when I go sing anthems for, for events, but I decided that I'm just going to cut it in half and have people donate a minimum of $75 so that I can come sing an anthem at their birthday, meeting, bar mitzvah, whatever. I will sing the anthem. And any time between now and the end of the regular hockey season, so April, um, they just have to pay for it by the end of November, and they can go do that and make a donation at my uh, November page. Mazel tov, Robert Clark. <laughs> oh, any weird requests so far? Not weird yet. I think somebody's asked me to do like a Christmas carol. I mean, I guess I'll do that, but I don't want to open it up too much because... <laughs> okay, because yeah, because I was thinking like the sometimes, I'm just thinking Karen and I or, you know, whatever, and, and I'm just thinking you come in the bedroom and just sing like the anthems so before we start the games, you know, they begin, you know? Like- uh, you know what? 
I will do that. Rings the bell and now we'll <laughs> get it on. Where's the limit to the place you won't go? Say if uh, Chris, Jack, and myself, we we offered the $75. Yeah. yeah. Where right. could we get you to sing the anthem? Oh, anywhere. Yeah. I'll do it anywhere. I'm willing to put inhibitions aside and I will sing in any place anywhere because okay. <laughs> here's the deal if and we really want people to donate they can just go find you on the Movember website right and yep. but if you want to donate to Matt and I we'll make you this promise if you donate to us we won't sing yes. for you <laughs> that's worth the investment <laughs> And I think we should leave that to the texters to ask where we could get Robert to sing. Yes, yeah, and then we'll make the and then we'll make the donation. I like that idea. Love it. Text Love us, it. text us at one zero three nine three nine. Robert, when's your next game? Uh, next game is the thirtieth. Okay. Oh, yeah. the Canucks are in town. Ooh. They are. All right. Yeah, it should be a fun one. So there'll be some people from Vancouver there. You might need to sing a little slower. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that, but I will say. That the Oilers are behind us in Movember donations, so I'm trying to keep it that way. Wow. Take yeah. that, Cassian. Right? Yeah, which is That's something right. you'll never say again. No. <laughs> no Don't say that ever. to his face. <laughs> no, I never will. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, where should Robert Clark sing the national anthem when we give him 75 bucks for his Movember campaign? Maybe we should get him to hang out right beside a photo radar truck and just sing it. I don't know. That would be kind <laughs> of funny. They are still around till December 1st. Maybe that wicked one on the right over the white mud at 91st Street. Oh, that one's the greasiest. Oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> Chelsea says, yes. <laughs> ask Robert to walk into a Timmy's and sing Oh Canada. It just makes sense. What's the busiest Timmy's in the city? I'd hazard a guess the one downtown on Jasper Ave. Yeah, that one's probably got to be so busy. busy. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. That's a good idea. Another one here. Pick some poor, innocent, occupied classroom at McEwen or U of A and let him belt it out with zero explanation. Fun part about that one is he actually teaches at Concordia. So that would be, you know, go to another school and Ooh. do it. Yes. And here's a weird one. Sing in the hot tub at West Edmonton Mall Water Park. Sounds like somebody's having some Robert Clark dreams there or something. <laughs> the guy did get shredded. Oh, wow. Oh, he's a beast. Yeah, he is an absolute beast. All right. You keep him coming. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Okay, weird or what? I've heard from people... Yesterday was a crazy day in traffic. There was how many accidents, Jack? I, you 111. Said 111. Reported collisions. 13 hit and runs mm-hmm. or something like that. And even on my way home, it was like on the white mud. It was just like, uh, you know, Edmonton Fire was just at one accident, at another accident, at another accident, all the way along the white mud. It was just one of those days. But I've heard from people that say, you know what? They don't mind congestion. They don't mind backups. In fact, they don't mind traffic days like that, where they say, you know what? It just gives me time to just... Sit in my vehicle. Just take it easy. Listen to Kissing Country or maybe the podcast, podcast or something <laughs> like that. And uh, just kind of, you know, no pressure. There's nothing you can do about it. You're stuck in traffic. Matt, you're one of those people. Not weird to enjoy being stuck in traffic once in a while. Yeah. Back when I was a uh, employee at a certain construction company, mm-hmm. I enjoyed being stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. Because that was one less minute I had to work a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I could see that. If you don't do it frequently and you're late once in a while, your boss is probably going to be more understanding. So if you're stuck on the hand day for an hour or so, that's you time. Yeah. Now that I got a kid, I don't get a lot of me time. Yeah. So All I get right. to catch up on the celebrity podcast. Yeah. Right. Produced by Matt DeBerth. Yes. <laughs> and like you just you in the car. You're not going anywhere. You don't have to worry about, you know, other people on the road driving dangerously. You're just 
going at a crawl. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I just think of all of the things that I could be doing and that I have to do and that I'm running out of time. Yeah. You just got too much on your plate. That's the problem, not traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know how much I love California. It's like, oh, I'd love to live there all the time. Yes. But man, that place, when it backs up, it backs up for like three hours, right? Like, Yeah, it's ugly. I can't even imagine. Everybody there just accepts it and they just deal with it. Think about the amazing audio you could listen to. And the radio. That's three more hours of kissing country. It's true. Hey, yeah, that'd be awesome for us anyway. What about you? Are you in Matt's camp? Is it weird or what to enjoy a bad traffic day when you're just stuck in traffic? I think on the way to work is less frustrating than on the way home. I remember trying to get home when I used to do the afternoon drive and I, you wouldn't get home. I'd just be like, I just want to get home. Give me a Jetson car. Let me fly over top of all this mess. As much as morning Matt loves to be stuck in traffic. Yeah. Evening, Matt stuck in traffic. He's a hell raiser. <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> what about you? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, lots of texts coming in as a mom of three kids, age six, eight, and three, being stuck in traffic is murder for the shred of sanity that I have left. <laughs> I'm with Jack on this one. That comes from Agnes. Yeah. All right. What if you're going home to your kids? Yeah. You want that to take a long time. All right. I can see that. It all depends, I guess. Hey, Kaylee, what do you think? Is it weird or what? Um, so I don't necessarily think it's weird to enjoy sitting in traffic, you know, and listening to the radio and whatnot. But I live out in the country, and when I see that train coming and those arms go down across the road and I have to sit and wait for the train... I lose my marbles. Yes. Train train. rage. It doesn't matter if you're going home to sit in your can and do nothing. You see that train, (laughs) you get fired up. Which is the one that gets you? The one at Atchison? Uh, No, the one out at Lindbrook. Okay. Oh, the old Limbook train. Oh, yeah. You don't... <laughs> Ask our friend Shay Ganim, who works at 630 Chet, how he feels about trains. The, one the 50th out, Street. Yeah, yes. the 50th Street train. Drive. So, and, then, and then the other one starts to come from the other direction, and then you get stuck at a double train. Oh, is there anything worse than a double train? Double rage. Yeah. yeah. Just turn around and go back to bed. I just get out and... Start over tomorrow. Set my car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Traffic. Yes, being stuck in it. There's people that actually enjoy that. Is it weird or what? Not Megan. She says, I can't stand being stuck in traffic. I will literally reroute, even if it takes me longer, just to keep moving. I need to be moving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Vancouver is another thing like that. Like, have you ever tried, like, to get off the ferry and then all of a sudden you're like, anyway, the bottom line is same thing. You can go miles around uh, the Trans-Canada to try to get around it. But as long as I'm moving, same thing. Yeah, you you feel like you're getting somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Emily says, I agree with Matt. It's not weird. Just make the best of the time you have there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that bad, you know. No. We're gonna get where we're going eventually. This is coming. Enjoy from, it. This is coming from a guy. How much? How far is it to your house from here? Eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt, Jessica certainly calls you out. She says, "I have so much to do. I can't be stuck in traffic." Maybe Matt doesn't care because he leaves everything for his wife to do, not so much for him. <laughs> then again, typical man leaving everything for the woman to do. Ouch. Jessica, that's a real you problem. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.